You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your home space, and I hope it's your home space. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. Still with you, as I said. Hope you're home. Hope you're safe. Hope you're self-isolating. And if you're listening to this on anything other than a trip to the grocery store or a trip to look after your loved ones or, you know, a trip for sanity, then what are you doing? Get home. Anyway. It's, uh, we're going to try and balance this episode out. We got some positive news in the back end, I swear. A couple of nice stories to kind of end things out and an announcement for tomorrow's show. So, you know, lots of positive things to talk about, but the overwhelming news today in baseball was negative and we're going to go around it, starting with the big news that another all-star is going under the knife, which starts to make me question a little bit why all these guys are getting Tommy John surgery now when elective surgeries are supposed to be banned. But hey, I'm not in America, so I don't even know. Anyway, a Blue Jays slant on this one is former Jays prospect Noah Sendergaard is the latest to announce he's undergoing Tommy John surgery. They found some discomfort they're in the middle of spring training uh, before games were suspended. And with this season looking like it's going to go later and later into the season, into the year, it makes sense, I guess, for Syndergaard to have the surgery now. And, I mean, what can you say? He's He's not the first... Obviously, Chris Sale has already had Tommy John this season. Um, Luis Severino of the Yankees has had his Tommy John. Andres Munoz of the Padres, one of their key bullpen pieces, he had Tommy John. So it seems like teams are just choosing to get this out of the way now, as opposed to just waiting for arms to explode. And there was an interesting piece on ESPN by David Schoenfeld, just looking at these hard-throwing guys who continue to just put such a strain on on their arms that they just blow out. Um, Schoenfeld noted that of the 25 hardest-throwing pitchers in Major League Baseball since 2018, 11 have gone under the knife for Tommy John surgery. That's a very high percentage, and... You know, that that doesn't include some of the other names like like Michael Kopech and Yu Darvish and Shohei Otani. It starts to make you wonder just how viable throwing 100 is to the future of a player. And this is relevant for Blue Jays fans because we got a guy who we're very excited about currently in the minor leagues who hits triple digits on the gun hopefully with ease 
according to some of the reporting we've seen, but still you, you watch all that and, and you wonder, well, when is Tommy John going to come for Nate Pearson? When is he going to go down for, for an entire season? It's almost like you, you have to plan for that when you're developing some of these young guys and, the Blue Jays have been very cautious with Nate Pearson. Again, we're not expecting him to start the, the 2020 season in the major leagues, be it simulated or real. But you, you look at how, how the Mets handled this. They, they were very aggressive in, in getting guys who they thought could start. They signed Rick Porcello. They signed Michael Waka. They they had six starters going into spring training, and they already lost their depth because after that it's like Corey Oswalt, who is about one tenth the pitcher that Roy Oswalt was, and then a bunch of guys you haven't heard of because they traded Anthony Kay to the Blue Jays, and again, it it's. <laughs> It is so Mets to lose a pitcher like this during a a pandemic event, one that, you know, isn't going to go away anytime soon in America and isn't going to leave baseball untouched. Um, it was announced earlier today that a Red Sox minor leaguer tested positive and now they have to scrub the entire Florida complex and that's going to be shut down for two weeks and, you know, they're going to have to hope he recovers. But it, it definitely appears some of these teams are starting to treat 2020 as a throwaway. Just being like, eh, we might have it, we might not, you might as well get the surgery now. Between Boston and, well, Severino's a bit of a different case, because I think the Yankees still thought they were going to have baseball immediately. But, you know, you see Chris Sale going under the knife, you see Andre Munoz, you see... Noah Syndergaard. That's the Mets, the Red Sox, and the Padres basically saying, whatever, we don't care. And again, that's a bit worrying, especially if you take yesterday's episode into account where we debated when baseball would actually be coming back and the differing opinions between people on the outside of the industry and people on the inside. And it just adds a little more fuel to that fire. That, you know, you're not going to have baseball come back immediately. And, you know, it's it's not the end of the road for Noah Syndergaard. And pitchers bounce back from Tommy John very quickly. But again, you're going to have to wonder what state he's going to be in when he does resume baseball in 2021. So... That uh, that was the major news of the day. We're going we're going to go positive. I swear, in the second half of this episode, because we we need some freaking positivity, and I don't have any baby penguins named Mike Trout to turn to in baseball. That's a reference to Zion getting a penguin named after him in New Orleans, by the way. So. We will take a break and be back with some some happy, hopefully. But before that, we have some different happy, and that's provided by Willings. Do you hate stepping on scales? 
I do because I'm a massive human being and I get reminded that every time. Anyway, maybe it's just because I'm stepping on the wrong scale. Maybe I just haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale and they're still the best at it. Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best smart scale for 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is the key, but so is having the right tools at your disposal. Withings smart scales are known for their durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. You just step on and data from every way and syncs automatically to a free app on your phone, via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, so you don't even have to hold the phone over the scale just trying to hope the Bluetooth connection works. A lot of smart scales can't do that. So Winning's Body Plus gives you weight, full body composition, your weight trend, even a local weather report just because it can. Scale can support up to eight different users and even know who is who when you step on. So here's the deal that's being offered. You can get 25% off of Withings Body Plus Scale right now at withings.com for a very limited time. So go to withings.com, that's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com slash M-L-B. You get 25% off the Body Plus Body Composition Scale. So that's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash M-L-B. You get 25% off that Body Plus Body Composition Scale and you can start losing weight the smart way today. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I said we're going to talk about some positive things because dang it, I want positive things. I need positive things in this world. So we got a couple things that we found across MLB. And... We're going to start with the Blue Jays, of course, because this is a Blue Jays podcast, much as it's been slanted towards general MLB talk the past couple weeks. But on Monday, Bo Bichette took to Twitter at Bo Flows and said some beautiful things about missing the fans. And, of course, Monday, Tuesday would have been the Blue Jays' two-game series in Montreal against the Yankees. And, you know, a tradition to go there and, and give the, the, the Quebecois fans something to cheer about since the Expos were taken away. And until the Rays end up going there anyway, because, come on, MLB, we know it's going to happen. Just get it over with. But Bo over... A trio of tweets was very effusive, just letting everyone know that he was thinking about the fans, thinking about Montreal, thinking about last year when he got that welcome in Montreal, and just encouraging people to stick together, quarantine, self-isolate, do what they need to do, and... You know, it's just a nice message to have. It's it's nice to know that, you know, even even someone as young as Bo Bichette gets it and gets the importance of things and, and has that appreciation of the fans and, and that already. So I I thought that was nice. I retweeted it earlier. And it, again, it's just a, a nice thought. It, it keeps the Blue Jays alive, so to speak while we're all waiting for this dark time to be over, this dark period of history. 
and you know I believe we'll come through it and Bo knows we'll come through it so that's that's what we need I'm switching gears to another story um the Pittsburgh Pirates do not get a lot of attention on this podcast aside from the fact that they sent us Reese McGuire and Harold Ramirez to take Francisco Liriano's contract off their hands. And now we have extra catchers because of it. Anyway, another Monday story. The Pirates actually arranged for a delivery of 400 pizzas to the staff at the main general hospital in Pittsburgh. Where, you know, they're still fighting on the front lines of the virus. They sent pizza. They sent pasta as well. Ordered from a couple local businesses who are affected by the shutdown. Just a great gesture overall to be able to do that. And and good old Canadian boy, Jameson Tyon, took the lead on it. Said they know the businesses are getting crushed. They know the hospitals are putting in extra hours. And they wanted to give back to this to the city that's treated them so well. I thought that was great. It it warmed my heart to see that as much as pizza would warm my belly. And, you know, again, just just trying to find that little bit of good in the everyday. It's it's becoming more difficult, but it's still happening out there. People in general, I believe, are good. And situations like this do bring that out in the people that have it. Unfortunately, it also brings out the bad in the idiot people who unfortunately have way too much power. But still, we find the good where we can. And to to wrap up our trio of good stories, just a reminder that on Thursday, we will be going live with the first simulated game of the 2020 season. The Blue Jays will be taking on the Boston Red Sox. It'll be Hyunjin Ryu against Eduardo Rodriguez in a battle of lefties. So that will be very interesting to see how the manager goes with things at first base, given Travis Shaw and Rowdy Telez are the options. But to celebrate that, we will be having a special simulated season preview episode tomorrow. I do have a guest booked. He will be on. Spoiler alert, it's a he. But he will be coming on to help me break down how things are going to look. How potential free agent signings and trades will impact the division. And just give a prediction on how the Blue Jays are going to look in this virtual world that has to substitute for the real one. So... Look forward to that tomorrow. I'll be giving out the details on how you can follow the simulated action. And, you know, hopefully it helps and it's something I can do to help everyone get through this. So I, I hope y'all tune in. That'll bring us to the end of this episode of the podcast. Just a reminder that if you're not following me on Twitter... Do so at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. That is also my Twitch handle, which is where we will be broadcasting games. So if you want to subscribe to that, go ahead and do it. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Himalaya, however you get podcasts in these trying times, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Blue Jays so you do not miss an episode. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. And, you know, since you're nearing the end of this episode, you can just tell your smart device, hey, smart device, play Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and that will get you fantasy baseball tips with Scott Cullen for when baseball season comes back. You won't be sleeping like those other fools. You'll be ready to go. You'll have your tips. You'll have everything lined up because you listen to Scott. So tune into that. And we will be back tomorrow with that season preview. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.